This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at american.edu slash gradschool. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, as always, is... Breaking Michael. news, Matt. Breaking, breaking. So, hold on. Let's, do, let's, let's get the time. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, June 20th. It's about breaking 6 o'clock news. Pacific. Uh, the retweets are gone crazy. 391, 397, 400, so 404. The NBA has gone crazy. John, the NBA has gone crazy, something, Matt. Something crazy has just happened. John's... At Arnold Organic, we know that when we take care of the earth, the earth also takes care of us. You'd be surprised by our environmentally friendly way of baking breads. Our ingredients are farmed per strict USDA organic standards that make the soil richer and promote biodiversity. Our bakeries are powered by renewable wind energy. And we donate 1% of our revenues to environmental causes as members of 1% for the planet so that future generations can flourish too. Arnold Organic Bread, great taste that's sustainably baked. Waiting to tell to me on air. John has the uh, the breaking news uh, Twitter op- open from Mark J. Spears. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Hawks have agreed to trade center Dwight Howard uh-huh. to the Charlotte Bobcats. Sources tell ESPN's the undefeated. I mean, that's, uh, Is that you, real? You built it. You built it up. You built it up. I thought it was gonna be something bigger than that. It's Dwight Howard getting traded. You know what's funny? Earlier today. Wait, how are you not shocked by? Uh, I mean, this is like the fifth 
thing that has happened today. I know. It's, I'm a little. I'm, <laughs> yeah, you're really dead inside. I'm, I'm desensitized to uh, <laughs> anything happening with the NBA because everything is going crazy. Wow, this is crazy. Burn it all down. Burn I it all love down. it. Well, no, but earlier today, Atlanta and Charlotte agreed to a Twitter trade. The two Twitter accounts. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, I did. I did the, see like, something. They were that. like the Twitter accounts. Like had a little joke. I'll trade you a tweet later for a tweet today or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I did yeah. see that. So that's pretty interesting. And but... then they actually traded. The, tw- the Twitter accounts. Uh, oh really? What they? Well, they, they actually work? traded Dwight Howard. So, oh, and then they traded yeah, Dwight yeah. Howard. Yeah. So they wait. Uh, oh, is that fake? No. Oh wait. No, it's not. It was like the two the people who run the Twitter accounts were like having a little goof on each other. Oh, I see. Earlier okay, today. but this tweet's real. No, this one's real. Okay, I got because look, I'll be honest with you. I was at work and I got caught up on a fake tweet that could oh, have no. been disastrous. Oh no! It oh, was yeah. the uh, who was it? Mark Stein had tweeted out. We were shooting a well, I'll peel back the curtain here. Mm-hmm. We were shooting uh, Facebook Live, right? During glamorous, during, yeah. And uh, at one point, he tweeted that L.A. was you know looking to trade. Uh, for Paul George, right? Him mm-hmm. and Ramona Shelbourne, uh, you know, got word. And so that was a real tweet. And then I looked, and then the fake Mark Stein line was the one underneath him. Uh-huh. So the follow-up tweet was, you know, for like the 27th or 28th pick and something. So the detail. So I showed it to the producer. Uh-huh. And then they were like, we talked about it live. And then afterwards, I was like, someone came over and was like, fake news, fake news, fake news. Shut it down. Shut it yeah. down. And then I was like, I felt really bad. Yo, the first uh, half was real. The second half was fake. We need to get like whoever runs one of these fake accounts on the pod sometime. We should get them on. Mm. Just find them out. Find out what are, they, what are they up to. You know what? What do they do? Just for giggles? I really don't want to. Okay. All right. Then we don't have to. All right. You well, know, mostly because. Uh, it's not a noble profession. It's not a noble profession. It's. um probably just a shitty person mm-hmm. and they probably need that like that's like their thing they're like ah, oh, look i got it you I know got it's it this is more fun than than kissing girls <laughs> who needs who needs the who needs John. to know what a boob feels like when i can when you. i can come up with adrian woj norski and trick people look well, how great my life is well, well i've uh, i've learned what 18 year old me would be doing uh, yeah, if i was 18 it, right. today it's probably it you know what to be honest it probably does feel good tricking someone right right but, um man so much has happened i think maybe we just go back in time we just start with the most recent thing and kind of move back Start with the recent? All right, yeah. So let's talk about the D'Angelo Russell trade. That is the most. So they trade D'Angelo Russell and Mozgov for the 27 pick and Brooke Lopez. And Brooke Lopez. Is Levert in the deal? Did no, we ever find that no, out? No, no, We okay. found out that was fake news. Okay, that was fake. All right. Yeah. So you're an objective person. Very objective. I mean, not really. Not but really. You're not really. I mean, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm always what do you smart. Think, what do you think about this trade? Because the Laker fans on Twitter hate it. Yeah. I here, Here's my immediate thought. Mm-hmm. Totally see why both sides did it, right? Mm-hmm. I think so far most of the trades, and we'll get to the other trades later, but I think that it makes sense for both sides. I thought that it... Now, maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like the Lakers should have gotten more. Mm. See, I see why the Lakers did it, because, look, they're just over D'Angelo Russell, right. and I agree. Like, he's immature, he hasn't shown signs of hard work and all that stuff, and L.A. is not the right place for him. I also think that he still has a lot of talent. I think he's barely 21. You know, he's putting up 15, 6, and 5. At 20-some years, you know, at 20 is really, really good. Um, but 
I thought they could have got more. I'm surprised another team didn't offer more. Maybe they could have gotten more. Maybe everyone that, that, knows. Maybe when ev- everyone knows Russell has character issues, and they're not willing to give up stuff for him. I mean, rumor was they tried to shop him for like a higher pick, and just yeah. none of those teams wanted him. But that seems just crazy to me. I don't know. Maybe you know because this draft. Look, this draft is very good. One through ten. Oh, now we're back saying it's good. <laughs> one through ten. <laughs> the, the narrative shift. It was like the, the draft was good, then the draft was garbage, and now it's back to the draft being good. No, the draft has always been good. Okay, it's always been good. I wouldn't trade him for Russell. Yeah, I wouldn't trade D'Angelo Russell for up to probably the ninth pick. I yeah, maybe well. even like ten. Like the guys from ten to fourteen, I haven't studied, so I wouldn't say. But like the seventeenth pick. Yeah, no one, no one. There's not a single person that is watching this draft saying that the 17th pick is going to be good. Well, see, I would take Russell over this. That. This trade's a tough one for me because, you know, I'm always right, and so it's very true. And so, seeing on Twitter that everyone hates the trade, it's got me a little shook because I love the trade for the Lakers. I no, no, I think it's a good like. Look, I, here's my thing. They, I thought they could have got more. Doesn't mean I think it's a bad trade. They need to get Lakers have bigger plans. D'Angelo's not working there, right? It's it's a, just not going to work. Yeah. And if you can move that Mozgov and now get the twenty eighth, good, it's good 27 deal. Twenty seven pick, I think. I yeah, twenty seven pick. Yeah. Whatever it doesn't really matter. Let me let me just let me just let me just break it down. I have a new rubric Ooh. from which I can explain the, to everything of the NBA. I call it the three eyes. All right, you ready for it, John? Okay. The first eye is me. I'm always right. I know what I'm talking I. about. Right. I, I. The first eye is I. Okay, okay. Second eye is intangibles. Okay. Third eye is injuries. Because I I always talk about this. I don't think we pay enough t- enough attention to injuries and, and intangibles. They're the two things that can sink a guy's career, and we just sort of ignore them. When you look at Russell. Do we, though? I mean, maybe we don't, but a lot the of people. injuries we don't. A lot, but a lot of people just go, oh, assuming health, or they say, That's okay, true. this guy, he's going to be fine. They think, oh, one injury, he'll definitely recover. You know, they kind of just. That's true. That's true. And intangibles, everyone's like, well, we don't really know. How can we really tell? Mm-hmm. Um, with Russell, Byron Scott hated him, basically said he had no work ethic and was just like a yep. douche. And I was like, well, okay, Byron Scott, like he's also an asshole. So, you know, what are we going to do? But then Luke Walton comes in. And then by all accounts, Luke Walton also hates the guy. Like Luke Walton is saying, saying the same things that Byron Scott was. So you have two different guys. And Magic Johnson apparently doesn't like him either. So it's like three different guys with three very different personalities all don't like the guy. And all the whispers, anybody I've ever heard, like being, you know, in LA, anybody I've ever heard connected to Lakers just trashes Russell. Yeah. Like says, the guy's an asshole behind the scenes. He doesn't work hard. He doesn't care about basketball. So, okay, yeah, he's 21. All right. Maybe, maybe he could turn that around. Maybe he can mature. But I, w- I would bet on that not happening. Yeah. You know, some guys mature, but more often than not, like who you are is who you are. Um, and I know that's like crazy to say because NBA Twitter is like so pro player. Like there's all these guys on Twitter like just defending his character. Like how, we don't know any of that. We don't know that. No, you know? no, he's, and he's it's garbage. Like, he's garbage person. There's it's the NBA. They're not all going to be great guys. Okay, yeah. I know we all want to think they're great, but they're all not going to be great guys. And by all accounts, he's not a great guy. So yeah. if you can get him off your team, bad locker room present, and just be like, look, this is Lonzo's team. We're drafting Lonzo. Turn no question marks, no whatever. It's Lonzo's team. By all accounts, that was a bad locker room, too. There's a lot of guys like that. Like, apparently, Randall doesn't work hard. Yeah. Clarkson, similar. So, it's like, if you can kind of transform that culture, why not? No, that's why I think for the Lakers, like, look, it's a good deal. It makes all the sense in the world. You want to get Paul George. You want to go after some bigger guys. you got to clear space. You're, you know, if you're Magic and Rob Palenka, you're stuck with some of this crap. So, you know, 
do it. It's great. My yeah, thing you get is, off Mozgov. You know, and if I'm the Nets, that's great. If I'm the Nets, I also love it because I'm like all the things I just said. Uh, you you could, have, he could turn it around. He could turn it around. That's the thing. And, and he has they, the talent. He's a, he has ba- the he talent. has the basketball talent. It's just the personality stuff. It's the personality that's bad. Um, which you know, you, you got to hope that a change of scenery can reflect it. We've seen yeah. that with. J.R. Smith. We've seen it with um, Zach Randolph, Kyle Lowry. There's guys that Rasheed Wallace, change. Rasheed Wallace, and you know, a t- so I'm all fine for it. And you know, you're basically taking two more years of Mozgov, you know, because you know you had Brooke. You know, uh, great. I love it. I just, I'm just. My thing is, I'm surprised, and maybe I'm wrong because I don't know. But like, if I was Sacramento, I'd offer more for. It. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know like, what I mean? Yeah, but we never know what exactly. Exactly. We never know. I mean, I'm sure they that that might have been the most they could you, get. You hope they did their due diligence. I mean, it sometimes it comes out like with Vlade and Demarcus it was like, well, actually, there are better offers. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, or or the Pau Gasol the Pau Gasol trade. Famously, when the Lakers got Pau Gasol, all these other GMs were like, we didn't even know he was on the block. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's kind of what I feel. You know, like that was just my first reaction. Like, wow, that seems low. Now, like I'm like you. I think Russell has the talent and like look if i was the sixers i probably would have i would have made a run at him right whatever you take Mozgov. if the nets have so much cap space teams with cap space whatever take him play him a year when you're garbage he's a fine backup you're not gonna win and two years later you know try to stretch him or try to whatever dump him like it's not it's a bad deal for a team that like the lakers who want to win now or make big improvements but for the nets more power to you, man. You yeah. just you just basically got it. I just, I, I just got a congratulatory text from somebody whose number I don't know that just says, congrats, Matt, no more D-Lo. Oh, that's from uh, Ariel. <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. You didn't save his phone? I didn't save his phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My fiance, is, is, she loves it. She's like, good. Yeah, well, I don't I understand hate... all these Laker fans that love D-Lo, and I think it's just No, irrational. no, no, like, hates him. No, no, I know your oh, fiance yeah. hates him, and I yeah, hate yeah. him, too. Oh, okay. But a lot of, like, all the guys I follow on Twitter, all the Laker fans I follow on Twitter are losing their minds. Like, want to burn magic and stuff. Well, and I'm just like, dude, the guy's an asshole. Like, I don't know. Like, and also, I mean, I also, no one loves Lonzo as much as I do. So I just love that it's basically means they're drafting Lonzo, turning it over to him. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say the argument, I got two things to say about that. One, look, maybe you move too fast, right? Because you don't need the cap space this year. Right. That's the thing. Maybe just wait a year. Maybe just, just let Lonzo get him going a little more, and then right. maybe you get a little more for him, right? But I just think they really didn't like the guy. I like. I, by, I, that's what I've heard. That's no, what I've heard from no, people. Connected. Totally. But like, you know what? Take the value. Like, deal with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's this is the NBA's big boy sport. If you don't like him, you know, you got to figure out. You got to deal with it. Yeah, but you um, see, like, but you see, like a guy like Demarcus Cousins who like just ruined other players in Sacramento. Yeah, like he would like destroy other guys. And I I don't think that that would happen with Lonzo, but maybe if he's like no, because Lonzo's going in and it's his team. Oh yeah, and well, you have they, Ingram. Not if they get Paul George. And you have Ingram. And if you have Paul George, D'Lo I think knows it's, it's Paul George's team. Exactly, exactly. But the point being, it's clearly not Russell's team. And if you're Magic, you sit him down and say, "Look, like this is what I'm going to do unless you shape up. I'm going to trade you to the next." Also, there's value. <laughs> there, there's also yeah, there's value to being like. Look, this is how we run an operation. Yeah. If you're a shithead, you get traded. I don't care if you were drafted number two. Exactly. Like for future guys. Like yeah. future guys that come in and like, look, I will ship your ass out. Yeah. All right. We've talked. There's so much happening. We've talked way too long yeah. about this. I want to talk about what you're saying about the people on Twitter, though. Okay. You have ahead. to remember the people on Twitter don't really interact with real life people. 
That's true. So, That's like, true. for them, they're like, this guy's great. Here's my numbers. Isn't it great? And then you're like, yeah, but he's a horrible person. It's like, well, I don't talk with people in real life, so isn't that... Yeah, yeah. Can't, wait, wait. You Oh, you have to actually like, have to be inter- around other people? You mean an NBA team isn't 13 people sitting in a basement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's John, weird. John going hard at the nerds today. Always go hard at the All nerds. Right, so let's what go are back, they going to do? The let's go again. back in time to the next thing that happened, which was... Uh, there were rumors that uh, the Knicks are trading uh, Chris oh Porzingis. So I'm just going to read. So this was wonderful. Frequent guest Dave Feudernick, huge Knicks fan, huge KP fan. So I'm just going to I'm just going to read the texts to him this morning. That so was that us three <laughs> yeah, were yeah. on. So this is from John. Stay off the internet today, Dave. Dave. Dave clearly just waking up at 10 10 a.m. <laughs> Act, <laughs> hashtag actors life. Hashtag commercial actors life. Everyone, if you can make it as a actor, yeah. it is really the dream life. It is pretty good. So Dave, waking just rolling out of bed yeah, at 10 I'd 10. Had, I'd been sitting in traffic for an hour to get to work. I'd by been, the way, I've been I'd, up. You I've been I've been up since 5 a.m. with my baby <laughs> or raising another human. Um, so Dave rolls out of bed, cashes a few residual checks from his commercials, <laughs> and texts back. Watches his actor reel eight yeah. times in a row to, to get hyped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he sees, he sees that John te- has texted him, stay off the internet today, Dave. And Dave texts back, ha, 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 why? <laughs> a minute goes by. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Another text. Another text. No. <laughs> Five minutes later, this is truly awful. <laughs> like, Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, Dave. Man. Tough day for New York. Shout out. Hey, shout out. Rest in peace to Prodigy of Mob Deep. Yeah. Tough, tough day in New York. You tough know. day in New York. Uh, it doesn't actually look like they're going to trade KP, but still, it just speaks to the dysfunction of the organization yeah. and how terrible it would be if you have a that they're actually thinking the, about trading their superstar, their second year superstar. The only thing that's giving Knicks fans hope. The best thing was who was the tweet? Who tweeted out? One of the, you know, it was a legit one saying like, they worked out like Markinen, uh-huh. <laughs> so so we think he'll be just as good. Like we found another tall white guy. Right, right, right. right. They found, we should be fine. They found KP two point oh. Yeah, just, we'll just we'll just, just do just that. Anybody. Yeah, the guy who plays zero defense right. and averages two. Re- he's a seven footer. Averages like. Right. Point one rebounds a game. Well, well, he'll just be Chris now. That's why they call them unicorns, John. There's a ton of them around. I know. You can easily just pick a yeah, unicorn like, up. Let's hope that, uh, you know, Phil Jackson never gets, no one sends him a Frank Kamiski uh, highlight reel. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. or a Plumley. Um, yeah. Uh, so, it probably won't happen, though. Yeah. I think. Sorry, sorry, and Dave. And Phil Jackson, um, I think I'm going to do a little name drop at the uh, All-Star game this year, which I was a part of. Oh, right. Well, you weren't a part of the I All-Star was, game. You I were there. I was a part of the festivities, of the festivities yeah, by right, being right, there. Right, right, right. Uh, well, you did go to the Michael Jordan party. We did. So we did. I did eat Michael Jordan's birthday cake, so yeah. there you go. That's not a euphemism, That's though. Not, Just that for all you people yeah. out there. Um, anyway, we interviewed Shaq for, for, some, for work. And he said, because they were asking him about, you know, Phil dealing with Carmel and how he does it. And he was like, look, this is what Phil does. He will just put this crap out in the media. You know how many times Kobe was almost traded? He thinks it's going to motivate Chris Tapps because oh. his 72-year-old brain is like, ah, Chris Tapps well, will get traded and then he'll shape up. And it's like, yeah, no, that's no, no. Well, we'll also just pay- get rid of you, it, Phil. It came out that. Uh, KP has had no contact with none, the Knicks. None. Yeah. So, so maybe Phil is like, this is Phil. This, this will really scare him. Yeah, this oh, will scare him. Oh no, I might get traded off this dysfunctional team. Help. I know. <laughs> I might not have to play in the triangle. Right. Oh. <laughs> like, right. yeah. Like, right. What a Phil Jackson move. 
so moving again backwards, the other big news was uh, Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert, uh, owner of the Cavs, decides not to renew uh, the GM's contract, David Griffin. Wow. The GM who built this championship team, by all accounts, is a great guy, beloved by LeBron. And also, he did it in a real dick way where he like kind of strung oh, him along yeah. so that now all the other GM jobs are taken. Yep. So now he can't even get a new yeah. job. John, frankly, I'm shocked that Dan, Dan, Gilbert, uh, Dan, Gil- Dan Gilbert, a Trump supporter... Yeah. And a loan shark. And a loan shark. And, is a, an and a billionaire and a loan shark. Who, wow. Who could have thought that this guy would be a jerk? Um, yeah. What is he, five foot two? Who knows? Is he, is he short? I think he, oh, yeah, he's short. Oh, okay. Did you ever see the picture of him holding his creepy photo of him holding his girlfriend? No. She's like 23, like might be a European mm-hmm. blonde. And he just she, like his, she, his <laughs> arm goes up to like like he her waist right. and he's just creepy as hell. And she has uh, his name uh, tattooed in Comic Sans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a tramp stand of oh, Dan Gilbert. So thing. gross. Um, it's it seems to just seem or it, it, this appears like LeBron's gone then after next year because LeBron by all accounts was blindsided by this and is a huge Griffin fan. So. Yeah, here's here's the thing. Lakers clearing clear space. Yeah, He's coming I, to LA. Here's the thing. Should I buy a jersey now, John? You should buy a jersey. Um, wait, there should be plenty of leftover jerseys from 2012 when the Lakers fans got all excited for LeBron again. Right, right. We have. Yeah, we, we just keep them on ice. Yeah, yeah, you keep them on ice. It's it's just a matter of time. Here's what I've heard from my inside sources. Ooh, okay. This is becoming a very insidery podcast. This is a very insidery podcast. Yeah. So so uh, happy we have sources now. I know we actually yeah we right. have some real sources. Um, we've heard all the rumors, LeBron to Lakers and all this stuff. And people are saying his, he wants to come to LA for movies and his wife wants to leave. The truth is he really loves Cleveland. His mm-hmm. wife loves Cleveland. The family is there. Uh, she didn't like Miami. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of, a lot Who's of your source on this, John. Is it uh, LeBron jr? It's it's LeBron jr. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've been, I've been catfishing <laughs> him. I've been selling it. I've been mailing him, him, uh, mailing him. I've been mailing him alcohol. <laughs> All right. That's how I got my source. I just mail him, you know, I, wow, I, I, I really lack security at the James it's, house. It's just, yeah, well, well, there's a, there's a package with liquid in it for our 13 no, no, year old child. I, I hide it in a teddy bear. Okay. All right. And then uh you know I send him I send him candy. Uh no, no. There's look that's that's, that's a hashtag hoop idea though. We need to look into <laughs> sending get, 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 sending sending alcohol to NBA players kids to oh see if they can be sources for us. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah. Um anyway, but yeah, there's like all these rumors. There is nothing that actually connects LeBron James to the Lakers. Mm. The only thing that connects them is they're the two things that people want to talk about. Well, I think the Lakers are the premier franchise <laughs> in the league, and LeBron is the premier player in the league. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, um, but It's not going to happen. But what's Dan, why, what, what, why, what's Dan Gilbert doing here? Does he just not want to pay the guy? Does he? Is he mad that David Griffin got too much credit for the championship? You what's never his, know. What's his play? You never know. It might be. He's What is it? He's never had a GM for... Three Maybe years. he just doesn't value the position. He does. I don't think he does. And look, the truth is, a lot of it is LeBron, mm-hmm. and Gilbert probably thinks that. Right. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it it will matter too much. You think if LeBron LeBron's leaving or staying, regardless? Yeah. He's kind of. It's not going to matter who the GM is. Right. I think he's staying. I don't get the like when you break down the Lakers thing. But he, it he, doesn't make any sense. He well, has, the, no, but the thing is, like, he has real animosity towards Dan Gilbert. And so now he's like, well, I already won a ring. 
fair. I can leave. I mean, if he if he leaves, no one's going to be mad at him. He won them a championship, right? Yeah, but do you think that David Griffin was the only thing keeping LeBron on the Cavs? No, it's just it's just like maybe if they want to go in a diff- different direction. I don't know. It's just but they're going to go in LeBron's direction. You think so? I think I think. Oh, Dan, absolutely. I think Dan Gilbert might be tired of it. Like Dan no, Gilbert might be tired of paying no. the monies, paying the Channing Fries of the world, and the, the J.R. Smith. I the doubt world. it. I All doubt right, it. We'll see. I really doubt it. I mean, look, maybe there's going to be a point where he doesn't pay a hundred million in luxury tax. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Dan Gilbert knows the only chance he has of winning is LeBron. Look, absolutely. I will, I will say this to LeBron James. Okay. Okay. What you is this? You have to take a stand, Mr. James. Do you want to stand with a Trump supporter, or do you want to come to L.A., the progressive ownership of Jeannie Bus, the Bus family, and join us? You know, what do you believe in, LeBron? That's all I'm saying. Mm, do you know? <laughs> yeah. No, he's not coming. To, I I there's, can't wait, John. I'm getting you a jersey when I've, when I've, he comes. I, look, Lakers fans say th- say this about everything. Well, uh, they said it about Paul Paul George, and Paul George apparently is the biggest Laker fan in the entire world because <laughs> he's like <laughs> sabotaging his. You know what value. the best thing about this is? Here's mm-hmm. here's my favorite thing about Lakers fans. They have talked like ridiculous crap. For the last seven years, like mm-hmm. we're getting LeBron, we're getting Carmelo and Russell Westbrook, we're gonna get Kevin Love and all mm-hmm. this, and now you might get Paul George, mm-hmm. and you guys are like, "We'll see." We're mm-hmm. back at it. Here's the thing: your team's still really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be excited for that. I mean, you just had to dump the number three pick for nothing. It was the number two pick. Oh, it was the number two pick. I and forgot. It wasn't yeah. nothing. Yes. Yeah, the so. number 27 pick we got. Oh, that's in a, <laughs> in a worse draft. Great job. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what. I, I mean, I'm happy for Paul George that he loves the Lakers so much, but I do not know why he wants to go to Lakers. Like, it just seems insane you know, to me. Yeah. And obviously, the also, funny. Why, like, why does he want to go to Lonzo's team? We just said this is Lonzo's this team. This is Lonzo's Paul. team. Sorry. It's Lonzo's team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I it looks like it's going to happen. Like we should probably just talk about it next week because <laughs> everything's moving too <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. But and from what I was saying earlier, the people that actually know LeBron, like they say, like no one knows. No like, one. Knows. Everyone like all the speculation of Lakers, like no one knew. No I, one. I, no one knew about going back to Cleveland until the week of. I feel now, like Dwayne he, Wade didn't know. I feel like he LeBron had kind of had that. And it just sort of, yeah, I've, it did come together last second. Maybe. Yeah. No, he, like, Wade signed his contract. And then the next day, LeBron was like, nah, I'm leaving. <laughs> Pat Riley drafted Shabazz Napier to, uh, exactly. to, like, placate LeBron. And so when they're like, oh, he might go to LOS, the Lakers, it's like, first of all, it doesn't even make sense because why would you go to the West? Right. Well, I mean, I think if why? He, it's so much harder. But if you're washed, I mean, if you're LeBron and you're like, this is the twilight of your career, you want to be in L.A. where your businesses are, maybe you get a couple no, of other no. ba- banana boat crew. That's the thing. Complete opposite. If you you're in basketball, you don't want to be dealing with all this crap. Yeah. It's better that he's far away. And Also, maybe you want to keep your wife out of L.A. Yeah. So when you're and she in LA. Wa- Here's the other thing. She wants to keep him out of L.A. Ah. There's more girls in L.A. and Miami than there is in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's the big thing. Like she doesn't want to do all that. Mm, Okay. All right. Uh, So let's get – now we're going further back in time. All the way to yesterday. All the way to yesterday. A whole 24 hours away. Let's let's talk about something that maybe is getting you hyped up, John. Markel Fultz. 
to the Sixers. Oh, welcome, my friends, <laughs> to Calangelo <laughs> Island. <laughs> Finally, the rest of the people all are here. This is John. It's only the- been it's only been me. <laughs> for new for new listeners, that's John's uh, Hawaiian accent. <laughs> that's my my island accent, brother. Any island any island has that accent. Oh man! Once you get once oh, you're surrounded by water Matt, on four sides, you Matt, start talking like that. Can I just talk? About Go ahead. I'm, this is your, this you is, have the floor. This is you have the floor. This I was feels on just so letting you, good. I was planning on just letting you speak on your reaction you know, to this trade. Let's just say just so everyone knows what the trade is. Number three pick for the number one pick, and the Sixers throw in next year's Lakers pick if it's two through five. Following year's Sacramento, the following year's if it's not it's two the better, through five, it's the better pick of Philly and Sacramento. Sacramento yeah, right. Unless it's number one, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's Sa- a first round. It's a future first round pick. Yeah. Well, Philly a will probab- be a, probably a good first. round Well, pick. Philly will be in the playoffs in two years, mm-hmm. so they're out of the lottery. Maybe like the twenty seventh pick, probably. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sacramento with Buddy Hield will probably be like the twenty fifth pick. <laughs> right. So, so maybe not so a good. Good, thing. Jo- good job, Danny Ainge. Yeah. Good job. Uh, but you know, it's just. It's almost tiring being right all the time. Oh, hold on. That's also for listeners. John is basically the only Sixers fan who loves Brian Callahan. Yeah. Who, yeah. who just unconditionally loves him from the start. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Uh, when you're a visionary like I am. Oh, and, I, I, and mean, see, I mean like literal love, like love between like, two men. Like, <laughs> like literal <laughs> love. Not, not platonic, like romantic yeah. love. Yep. Like in Greek, the the Greek eros. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, that yes. type of in love. In its purest sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you when you share that bond with another individual, uh-huh. uh, it just feels you know it's a little bittersweet that everyone has finally seen what I've seen. They're but at late the to same the party. time, they're a little late to the party. But right. you know what? Only one of us gets to dance with Brian. <laughs> Only one of us gets to dance with Brian. John is so happy as I ever seen John. <sighs> it's uh look, you love the trade, obviously. I All love the Sixers fans seem to love the trade. It's it's a great trade, and I'll say this, uh, kind of the same thing with with this other trade that we talked about earlier. It makes sense for Celtics too, in that that's very, very big of you to say. Yeah, no, I think it's a good look. I think they'll be wrong, but let's put it this way: if you think. And I, my guess is they take Jason, uh, Jason Tatum, not Josh Jackson. Right. That's that's the word coming out. Yeah. And if if you're Danny Ainge and you think that, which I think is wrong, but if you believe that, then yeah. moving back two spots and getting an extra pick is a good move. Are you sure you want to say that Jason Tatum might not be good? Because Danny Ainge has a stellar, stellar draft record. record. By the way, <laughs> early shout out. Go listen to the Bill Simmons podcast where he talks about the trade with oh his dad. God, Did you listen to this? I didn't hear the dad part Oh, my yet. God. So his dad comes in, and his dad is actually – you. This, this is shocking. His dad is like the most sane Celtics fan I've ever heard. Oh, really? His dad's like, Danny Ainge is a horrible drafter. And Bill's like, I don't – I don't know where the I don't know where this narrative comes from that, that Ainge is a horrible drafter. Let me read you his picks. Then Bill Simmons reads Danny Ainge's picks, and it's like a dumpster fire. Like it is like worse than I remember. And the dad's like, uh huh, yeah, that guy's bad, that guy's bad, that guy's bad. Okay, Jalen Brown might turn into something, and that's about it. Yeah. And at the end, Bill Simmons goes, okay, whatever. He had some hits, hits and misses. <laughs> yeah. Look, here's the thing, because and it's funny, because I got on Twitter and I said, look, here's the deal. And this was before the protections came out. Mm-hmm. He's, and I was like, look, Danny Ainge isn't an idiot, right? He has a reason for doing this. I don't know what the reason is yet, and the reason could be wrong. I think I think the reason is they don't think Markel Fultz 
uh, is any good. Or they yeah. don't think he's worth the number one pick. Yeah, and that might be what they think. And I think, actually, looking back on everything that happened, I think all that stuff out of L.A. about... Because now it's coming out that the Lakers, and who knows we, who knows what to believe, but now the Lakers are basically saying they wanted Lonzo. Lonzo was number one. Lonzo on was board. always the pick. But he they saying they wanted him more than Fultz. So I wonder if all that stuff, we said it was a conspiracy theory last week, that maybe they were trying to get Boston not to take uh, Lonzo. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like so all that stuff. Oh, okay. With all that it, stuff. So they couldn't hold him hostage. Right. So they, all that stuff was like, you know, and then, because it seems like both the Lakers and Boston have looked at Fultz and gone, mm, we don't think so. Yeah. But I, again, we don't know anything. Like, yeah. all, you don't believe any of the stuff that you hear. And also, like, when you look at it, um... Look, when you look at it, you also have to remember Celtics have too many guards. Right. Right. So then, so maybe they're like, you know what? Maybe Markel isn't better than Isaiah. Maybe we'd rather ride with him for a few more years. You know, he's not going to be that much better. Or, than, yeah. Or maybe they really like Tatum. And, and maybe, they, like, and Tatum fits them better. Right. You know, so and for the Sixers, though, everyone at three wasn't what they needed. Yeah. They all had flaws, except maybe Malik Monk, which would have been too much which for three. would have been a reach, yeah. So. The thing works, but here's my thing. This was a tough trade for me because I'm someone who hates Brian Colangelo mm. and also hates Danny Ainge. Ooh, but I was like, mm, good trade for both guys. Kind of, kind of worked <laughs> was, out for both. Yeah. Now, see, and this is what's funny because I went on Twitter and I said, look, I don't think Ainge is an idiot. You know, and everyone wrote back, oh, Ainge is an idiot. Ainge is an idiot. One of one of this this, this is the podcast I listen to uh, Exponent. This it's tech podcast. Ben Thompson. One of the things he always says is, a way to do really bad analysis is to assume everyone's an idiot. You should assume people are smart. And then figure out why they're doing what they're doing. Yes, and that's that was my thing. And of course, you know. And oh, unless sorry, uh, then he said unless it's uh, James Dolan and Phil Jackson. Yes, then yes, you can. Then you should then assume. You assume yeah. that's, sorry, he says. So. And that's what. I, well, actually, I said like we're not dealing with Vladi Divac. Right, right, right. Like Ainge has. Well, a there with Vlade, with Vlade, it's like I don't think Vlade is dumb. He was just like he was brand new to the job. Yeah, thrown into it, has no experience, and also dumb. I don't think Vlade is dumb. Eh. I don't know. He's a gregarious man. He's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money in his life. He's made a lot of money. Did he though? (laughs) All right. Um, right. So the idea is, look, Ainge isn't it. And then, so my two responses of everyone telling me I was them dumb is one, uh, your your favorite player in the world, Sam Hinkie, said he should have been GM of the year. So just stop right there. So if Hinkie, Hinkie thinks he's smart, he's probably a smart guy. Mm -hmm. And two, look. Everyone tweeted me Danny Ainge's draft record. Look how bad he is. Look how bad he is. But the thing that everyone is missing, and I agree, he hasn't drafted well. He's only had two inside the top ten in the last eight years. Okay? Of those two, Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. probably looks, that the one, third best player. I, that one looks good to me. Right? That one looks... And also, he was not expected to go three. He was expected to go eight. Yeah. And he looks better than all the guys And he looks him. pretty good. As he, much as it pains me to admit, Jalen Brown probably looks, makes like, sense. looks like a good the pick. The other in the top ten was Marcus Smart at six. That it, one... That one's, who else are you, That one's tough, too, because I don't like Marcus Smart, but... None of the guys is, taken after him or that? Is anyone taken after him? I, I do. I, I still ride for Julius Randle a little bit. But. Okay, fine. But you're not going to... It's not like a, wow, you missed. Right. It's not a You didn't pass miss. up on Kristaps for Okafor. Right. Or, I mean, Saric, I think you'd rather have than Smart, yeah, probably. okay. But, but he wasn't coming over. He wasn't over. coming Great. over. Great. So, really, you're saying this guy can't draft. What, what do you expect from a bunch of 25th picks, well, also, 16th picks, 17th picks? They're not going to be stars. What's so hard about this when you're evaluating GMs? I know we... We crap on Danny Ainge all the time, but it's such a small sample size. You're looking at like 
10. Had, no, he's had like 10 years of track. I mean, but that's 10 observations. In statistics, that's a very <clears throat> oh, small. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. very small sample size in statistics. Yeah, yeah. Even guys who are good drafters, it's like they could, like Sam Presti, he could have just gotten real lucky. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So I don't think, look, I'm not saying Ainge is a great drafter. But what at you, the same sorry, time, what you what you what you would really like to see doing in order to evaluate these guys if these guys had to publish their draft boards. That would be if the you real could thing. see their ordering year after year, then then you could actually evaluate who's good who's good at drafting, who's bad at drafting. Exactly. But like, look, yes, he messed up on Fab Mello, but who who was after him? You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's draft, tough. I think Draymond was or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know what I mean? Like, we're, we we can't judge a guy who's only picked sixteenth to twentieth for five years and been like this guy sucks when the two times he was in the top 10 he he probably did the best he could are you just being super nice to <clears throat> make celtics fan feel better because they all hate this trade no for the celtics fans again i think he's going to miss i mm-hmm. think he thinks tatum's gonna be really good i think tatum will be could be good and he might fit the celtics better than markel fultz was right but i do knock the trade for him because because that was before when this was like, it's the Lakers pick in Sacramento. And I was like, okay, I'd still do it. But then I look at the protections and I'm like, wait, so the Lakers pick, it has to be two to five. Right. right. <clears throat> Even if we get lucky and get the number one pick, like we get to keep it as a right. Sixers fan. So great for us. Two to five. If they get Lonzo and Paul George, they're not going to be the second or fifth working. So then it goes to Sacramento. Right. Sacramento, everyone's like, oh, Sacramento sucks. Here's the thing. They're kind of on the up. Like getting rid of Demarcus Cousin was the best thing they could yeah, do. Yeah, they have. They it looks like they're sort of headed in the right direction. Yeah. So now you got De'Aaron Fox. If they get De'Aaron, if Fox. they get De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, Scal, and a couple little things, I'm not saying they're going to be good, but, but I doubt it, they'll be it, top four bottom. I mean, it, where <laughs> where where would it have been this year? Would it have been like uh like seven or something like that this year? Uh, they seven or finished eight, somewhere in there. Th- yeah, ninth so, maybe yeah. somewhere in now, there. Now, but that was a boogie season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be in and that they, range again. Yeah, which that's not great. That's not great. Yeah, and especially for the Sixers to get the thing about Markel Fultz, and I know we were talking about him earlier, right? I don't think he's going to be a super superstar. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's LeBron James, Anthony Davis, or Th- whatever. those type of number one. <clears throat> I don't think he's that, and. Very small chance of that. Maybe it happens. You know, he he has he has the talent, but I just don't think he has that. You know, the, he doesn't have that extra. It doesn't he? Doesn't like. it doesn't feel like he has extra. But for the Sixers, he is the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Like we are talking, like if you're gonna run in there with Ben Simmons as your point guard and Joel Embiid, you want a guy who can play on and off the ball. He's the only one that can get a real bucket. He can shoot the three. He can run pick and roll. He can pass. He's unselfish, and he's big. He's six five, six ten wingspan. There's no better player in the draft for him. Well, except for Lonzo Ball. But I don't think him and Simmons play really that well together. Oh, I yeah. love Lonzo. Mm-hmm. Don't I? I would take Lonzo number one over Fultz. Mm-hmm. But there is a little bit where Lonzo would be better with the ball in his hands all the time. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Simmons. Fultz, I think, is a little better off ball. And a lot his, of people say his pick and roll. A lot of people say that Lonzo's better off the ball though. So he is, but he's, but I think you want to be like Lonzo. This is your team. Mm-hmm. You make this thing go. You're the, you're the captain. I don't think you need to do that with Fultz. I think it's, he's actually better when he's not the captain. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think it's more perfect. We will see. We will see. I'm happy for you, John. I won't rain on your parade. Um, you this, can. this, this episode, 
But I have I have something special planned for you this summer where I'm going to rain on your parade. Uh, be 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 on the lookout for it. Oh wow, yeah. wow! What is that? Just like well, no, we'll I'll... see. We'll see in the summertime. You, when, you, when you least expect it. Wow. Want some more breaking news? Yeah, yeah. yeah got another... Breaking news. Breaking news. Again, the NBA is on fire. All right, David Aldridge, mm. Lakers. Per source, this is so. There's nothing really happened. Per source, sources engage Sacramento in talks that would have sent the second pick to the Kings for Sac's first two rounders, number five and ten. Mm. The Lakers would have then packaged one of the Kings' pick with 27 and 28, along with a player in offer to Indy for Paul George, but Kings said no. Wow. Why? Why? I I trade the five and ten for two. Yes. Get Lonzo? I would get Lonzo. I mean, I, we love Lonzo on this podcast. I would totally get Lonzo. That's wild. Yeah. Also, if I'm the Lakers, I'm barely offering anything for Paul, for Paul George. That's a, that's it, an interesting it, one. It's nice to get him now, but, like, I mean, yeah. the I saw on Twitter that it was the 27, the 28, and Clarkson or, or uh, Randall. Rand, or Randall. I'd do that. I'd probably do that. I yeah. think the Lakers need to be careful because if Indiana decides to trade Paul George for uh, Kevin Love, uh-huh. that's probably the best they're going to get, right? Kevin. Oh Love. yeah, of course. If and the then, Cavs are off, if whoever's running. The and Cavs if I was the Cavs, I'd probably do it because yeah, one year. Because LeBron is leaving for the Lakers after a year, anyways. <laughs> so. Well, one year of LeBron mentoring and showing Paul George what it's like to be there. Mm-hmm. Then the Cavs also have bird rights, so they can offer him even more, right? And his salary would be about the same as Kevin Love's, right? He's actually making less than Kevin Love right now. Right. And he just fits better, you know? So the Lakers might not even get him. Yeah. It's going to be hard for Paul George if he's in the finals and he's in game six or seven that he's going to then give up a fifth year of guaranteed money to go to the Lakers. So you got to be careful. You do want to get him if you can. I wouldn't give up too much for him, but... I'm surprised that the Kings said no. Well, no, because the Kings always do something. Kings be Kings. Because the, the, king, the Kings, here's Kings stay Kings. Kings are like, we want Aaron Fox. We want Aaron Fox, Fox so yeah, much. He's our guy. But it's like, just, just take Lonzo. Actually, you know what they would have done? They would have moved up to two and then drafted De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> right, right, that would have right. been the thing. Instead of just letting him fall to five. Um, wow, that's going to be bad. Speaking of the draft, I have... This will be a first year, hopefully a tradition. I have our draft board, John. Oh, we have a draft this board. This is you, you, and, you and me and combined draft board. Uh, so basically the way this draft board, this will be our draft board, so you can check to see how good we are later on if you know if if our play, if our order matches up with what actually happens in terms of how these players turn out. Okay. Um, yeah, so what we did is we, have, we, we decided on the order together, and then – you know, you wrote a description, then I wrote a description. We, we traded off. We did. Yeah. And oh, oh, we, oh yeah, yeah. I remember, remember this. Remember I, this? I think I remember this. Yeah. yeah and yeah, what yeah. you need to know, though, uh, just you know, is that John is, you know, he's in love with Brian Colangelo. So That's just true. You just need to know that going into yeah, this yeah. list. All right. Of, so kind number of blind one, by my love. Yeah. Right, right. I almost don't even remember what I wrote. So number one, we have uh, Lonzo Ball. Uh, of course, as a podcast, we love Lonzo Ball. He's our number one guy. And John, you told me that your ranking of balls are number three, Lavar, number two, Lonzo, number one, Brian Colangelo's. <laughs> that was your notes. That was your notes on, uh, uh, on Lonzo Ball. What is this? This is our, this is our draft board. It's, it's, not our, it's not headlines. Okay. Number two. Draft uh, board. Number two is Jonathan Isaac. Uh, mm, I wrote that. I like John. I like uh, Jonathan Isaac a lot. Oh, Big fan okay. stats like him, and yeah. he looks, and he looks like Ron Artest. There's no joke here. This is just my actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really tall. Yeah. Yep. This is my actual order. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Fultz. 
now you wrote the description of, of Fultz. You say remind that, me what I said. Yeah, you say that you have him this low because he might steal your bri bri away from you. So oh, I guess bri bri is Brian Angelo. Yeah, that's a, we. I like to go. You know, we mix it up. Uh, number four. Board. Number four. Josh Jackson. Uh, he's super competitive. Uh, yeah. I think he's it. You know, we talked about this. I think his yeah, floor, you were saying that. his floor will be a starter. So I like him. I like him. Uh, number five, De'Aaron Fox. Um, you wrote this one, John. Oh, I did. You oh, say re- remind uh, me what I wrote. You say his his intangibles are incredible, just like Brian Colangelo's unmentionables. <laughs> Drop board. <laughs> Man, I was wow. Number I six. was on one when I wrote that. <laughs> you were in love. I was on one. Yeah. Number six, I have OG Ananobi. I just like the guy. I think he could be a steal. Okay. So I, th- I have him as the sixth best player. Uh, number seven, uh, we have Lowry Markinen and uh, Big Mark. You wrote about him. You say he's tall, white, and handsome. Uh, almost the complete package. Needs to start rocking large collared shirts. So oh. that's your, that's your tip. I, for him. I, that's kind of my 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 thing. Uh, board. Number eight, uh, Frankie Nicotine. I don't know anything about him, but I just know he's a European guard, so mm-hmm. he's big. I don't know. I I, I, think, I think he could be good. Uh, number nine is Zach Collins. Zach Collins, and you wrote see my scouting report for marketing. So you also think he should be wearing a big collared shirts, apparently. Um, Trap board. <laughs> number ten, Malik Monk, um, and you wrote uh, he's smooth like the collared shirts I iron for Brian Colangelo every morning. Trap board. That's our top ten. We'll wow, see that was out. a good top ten. I, f- I forgot writing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know love will do. Love will do weird love things. Do love will do crazy that things to your mind. Yeah, yeah. But you I, know, you know. On Colangelo Island, days become nights. Right. Nights becomes, you don't even nights remember. become nights. Nights, nights become, become steamy nights. nights. Yeah, nights become steamy <laughs> nights. You know. <laughs> Uh, that's actually honestly my order though for this draft. So you can check with me in a year to see how right it was. I will remind the listeners that when I do my over over unders, I do my top six. I've been five and one both years. Whoa. So, You're rich. You yeah, should be rich. I might know a little more than these draft guys out there. I'm just saying <laughs> that. <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. Another thing that happened this week, John, uh, that I loved was KD got in a bunch of Twitter fights. Yeah, he's back, right? Yeah. So I thought I'd give you a, I thought I'd give you a quiz based on KD's tween- tweeting. I don't know if you'll, you'll indulge me on this. Um. So I'm going to tell you what someone tweeted at KD, and then you have to tell me the correct response. Okay, say this the, one more time. So you, I'm going to tell you what someone tweeted at KD. Okay. Then I'll give you options, and you have to pick what the proper response would be. Okay. Okay. Did one KD of, actually? And one, one of, of them, them would be one of them will be KD. One, one of them is, is KD. Okay. Okay. Got so it. So someone tweeted at him, "Bro, you are the most swaggerless star of all time. Shame on you for being so goddamn boring." Now, do you tweet back a? Swaggerless star question mark explain this one to me so I should be more like you or somebody else I'm lost or B shame on you for boring shaming me many of us are born with boring guy disease there's nothing we can do about it most boring people cope with the affliction by hosting NBA podcasts other than super hoopers just be thankful I don't do don't don't do that or do you do C tweet nothing because you're Kevin Durant (laughs) well I would think Problem with two, even though it's really good, is probably more than 140 characters. So you, gotta, you know, there's got to be. Multi, gotta, it's a thread. It's a thread. It's a thread. Yeah, yeah. Thread, thread coming in. Thread coming in. Yeah. You know, uh, let's get a little game theory. Uh, number three makes sense because he's because you're Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant just won the title. And he just won the title. It seems like you have better things to do than being yeah. on Twitter. But I'll go with one. Okay, that's right. that, that. That's what Katie actually did. Is that did. what he did? That's what he did. Oh, that's what he did. Okay, All right. wow, interesting. Wow, uh, next really one. Weird. 
Someone tweeted at someone tweeted at him. Also, Katie, I heard you like it when girls fart in your face. Did you ask Dre to do that too? Oh. So option A, bruh, really? The fart in your face comeback? You were doing so well. Or do you tweet B? Yes. I love that. The true reason for my awful goatee is to catch the poo particles. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or C, tweet nothing because you're Kevin fucking Durant. I'd probably go C with that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, last one. Uh, someone tweeted at him, he cares so much about your input. I'm sure he can't sleep at night. Do you tweet back A? I can't sleep at night because I'm too busy finding people to fart on me. <laughs> B, I, I really can't sleep at night because I really can't sleep uh, at night, but mainly because I force myself to stay woke. Okay. Or, sweet, or C, tweet nothing because you're Kevin Durant. Mm, that one's tough. I like letting people know I'm woke. Uh Probably still C. Probably C because you're Kevin C, Durant. Probably I'm Kevin C. Durant because I, I have millions and millions of dollars. So B is what he actually tweeted. Uh, oh, really? I really can't sleep at night, but mainly because I force myself to stay woke. Now, I can't decide if Kevin Durant tweeted that as a joke or he thought he was being serious. Hmm. Like, I can't tell. You know, like I feel like that. Do you think he's like, oh, I'm being super clever right now? Yeah, I think he thinks like, that's like one of his boys wrote that one. Right, he was probably okay. like, what should I write? Whoa. These, these and guys, they're like, whoa. These guys are really this. Getting, you think Bill Simmons wrote that? Yeah, probably. He was probably, hey, Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill, help Bill, me out with this. The media is out to get me. <laughs> the media is out to get help me. Help me out with this tweet. Yo, can you help me out? You're my best friend. Yeah. And then Bill, uh, you know, got off his knees and uh, helped write that tweet. <laughs> That's John Hill. So that's not, <laughs> that's that's just, just, let me just be clear. That yeah, was John I know, Hill. Not I have no affiliation with right, the ringer whatsoever. Right. Uh, don't right. even follow him on Twitter. Uh, all right. Well, John, I don't know if you're scoring. I think you get two out of three. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Actually, hey. the, all, the, all the correct answers were uh, C. Tweet nothing. Yeah. You're, tweet nothing. You're, uh, Kevin fucking Durant. Yeah. What if he was like? There's probably a one point where he was like tweeting too much, or someone's like, "Man, you gotta get off your phone." Like you can. Well, like, you shouldn't do this unless you're a champ. And he was probably like, "All right." He was on an airplane, and he was like, oh, I was on an airplane. I was bored. It's like, do, do you not know about movies or books? Do you not know about the existence of entertainment, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure whatever plane you're on. I'm pretty sure. You're not sure. You're not on spirit air here. Yeah, any movie would be better. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're in first class. Yeah. Any movie would be better than, like, tweeting at trolls on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, even Thunderstruck, I have to yeah, imagine, yeah, yeah. is better than yeah. tweeting at trolls. And you know what? Look, when you're the champ, you got to do what you want. That's true. That's true. Like, and more power. apparently what he wants to do is, is just get, have people feed, fart on his face. Feed the trolls. Yeah, feed the trolls. Uh, get at me, dog. Should we do a get at me, dog? Let's do it. This is where John and I tweeted NBA players to score points if they respond. This week, we I did. You're going fast. I, you know, I'm just, you know, because people who know the game, you know, it's boring for them to hear the instructions. That's true. That's true. Um, also, you know, if people going at two times speed, they'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did he yeah. just say? I got to I gotta slow down. If anyone is going <laughs> whoa, whoa. at two times speed... Turn that crap off. It's disrespectful I've, I've found the to optimal. the work that we put into this. That probably sounded normal speed, right? Yeah, it's normal speed. Uh, I, for our podcast, I found the optimal speed to listen to it is it's between 1.2 and 1.4, actually. No, for, it's at one speed. Okay. The way we and God intended. No, I like it. I like it at 1.2, to be honest. Ugh. Um, all right. This week, we did Justin Jackson. We did both Justin Jacksons. Both so Justin Jackson. In this draft class, there's a Justin Jackson from UNC. Yep, and a Justin Jackson from Maryland. Although the guy from Maryland withdrew, but anyways, we decided we're going to tweet something at them, and we're just going to tweet the same thing at both and <laughs> see see, what we get. see if either responded. So I tweeted at Justin Jackson: "You're a top five talent, but your normal name is holding you back. Here are some suggestions for better names you could use." So then I gave him a list of better names. All right, here's yep. the, here's the list: 
just JJ, Justin Jack father, or Justin Jack no one's son, Justin Jackson, or sorry, Justice Jackson, De Justin Jackson, Jack Justin son, Justin, I kind of look like Matt Barnes Jackson, because he look kind of looks like Matt Barnes. A little bit. Justin Mick Jackson, or Roberto Flames. Any of those <laughs> I think is better. How long was that tweet? Did well, the the names were like a note that I screenshot. Oh, okay. So okay, I did a little little feudy, little, oh, little feudy cheat. Tweet. Yeah, that's good. All right, what you what you yeah. tweet? I I did this really late. I did this right before we recorded. I messed up, so not proud of it. But I wrote, proud to call Justin Jackson a close and personal friend. College won't be the same without you, fam. Fifth floor for life. Just, You're just hoping to confuse them. Maybe they'd be like, "Oh, is that the dude?" You're hoping that Wait, John... he was. Was yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, no, he? I, I don't mind it, John. I don't mind it. Yeah. Did, did you, you tweet that to both of them? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know the guy wasn't wasn't leaving college. So uh, you get a response? No. Yeah. That neither, was bad. neither did I. Neither mine did I. was bad. Yours wasn't. Mine was uh, mine's better on the page. Yeah. When you read it, 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 you're probably right. When you read better. it, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, should we do headlines? Let's do it. All right, John, I'm just warning you. There's some rough headlines in this oh, one. Man. So please edit. You're editing this episode. Oh, so please I'm edit. Not, edit, edit freely. <clears throat> All right. Ready? Yeah. Internet sleuths revealed that LeBron is 0-4 in the NBA Finals when a Transformer movie comes out. Did you know this? This is true. <laughs> this is true. crazy. Transformers director Michael Bay commented, I make Transformer movies for two reasons. To torture LeBron and to torture everyone who watches them. Headlines. Yeah, those movies are bad. Obama sent a congratulations text to Durant. Meanwhile, Trump sent a congratulations text to noted conservative Spencer Hawes. He called the Warriors title fake news and said whatever team has the most whites wins. Headlines. Probably true. Probably true. Probably Uh, a little truth to that. That's what makes it funny. Steve Kerr uh, said, sometimes I get tired of doing the humble thing. I want to be more like Draymond. So let me be the first to say. I cannot wait to open Snapchat tonight and see Steve Kerr's dick. <laughs> Headline. That was good. That was a good one. Uh, only leaving, t- leaving that one in. LeBron said that only two people can score on him in the post. Shaq and Jesus. This just in. Breaking news. The Sacramento Kings just signed a Mexican prospect named Jesus. Headlines. You don't like that one. Was, okay. okay. Cut that one out. Like, no, I'll leave it. Uh, Ian Bagley. Uh, Nick's reporter Ian Bagley reported that several teams are interested in trading for Porzingis. Ooh. Ian Bagley later reported his first name was Ian and his last name was Bagley. Headlines. It's obvious, you know. KP's good. I mean, we, yeah, don't need people, okay. we know people are interested right. in him. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. uh, there's a store in Indiana giving out uh, Paul George uh, gear for free. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. I yeah, saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When reached for comment, the Pacers said, we were so inspired by their generosity that we're going to give away Paul George for free. Headlines. All right. Shoutouts and beefs. Yeah, let's do it. This is a long pod, so. Yeah, I think we're good. If you got any important ones. um, I'm going to shout out Aaron Fox, dad of De'Aaron Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his dad said of Lonzo Ball that his son ate his ass twice. Ooh. So congrats to De'Aaron Fox, new member of the Eat a Booty Gang. Eat a Booty Gang. <laughs> Eat a Booty Gang, Eat new member. Gang. Yeah, new member. Ate his ass twice. That was always the weirdest diss. What? That he ate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, it's I, true. Like it's when true. rappers be like, man, it's true. I'll eat that ass. Like, what? 
Maybe it's a prison thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I got to? Oh, I got a shout out. I got a Paul George shout out. Uh, this is good. I don't know if you saw this, but Paul George, he was being recruited by Penn State. Okay. And he didn't go there because he said he got a weird vibe from the football coaches. No, really? He yes. said that. Yes. Why did he meet the coaches? Apparently they like, you know, came by just to say hi. Oh, something. okay. You know, like part of the visit. And he's like, he got a, he said he got a real creepy vibe from the football coaches. This is Paul George. They, they, he said it at the time. So this wasn't like later on. Oh, oh. He at was, the time, he's like when he went to Fresno State, he was like, yeah, I got a weird vibe from the Penn State. This is before it all came out. That's so crazy. So Paul George is like a pedophile detector. He should like just quit. He should he quit should and just, just like go, walk around yeah. hunting pedophiles. He should like, yeah. <clears throat> he should like, you know, go to Comet Pizza and look for it. Yeah. Um, you got any, you know, John? Um, no. Okay. Not really. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, I, I, I I'll, I'll I'll do one. This will be my okay. final. This will be my final one. This, this one is really. Uh, this man. This is a lot of. This one's. This one's gonna be really hard. Okay. Just. Okay. I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit a lot of things. Wow. In this. This is great. This is gonna be real, real tough. Wow. Um, this is a beef with myself. Okay? Uh oh. It's something we have to address. So last week on the pod, um, we had. Stephen B. Smith. Stephen B. Smith. Yeah, we Stephen did. Stephen B. Yeah. Smith on the pod. Yeah. Analytics guru. Analytics guru may or may not have been voiced by myself. May have been their actual Stephen B. Smith. I think it was. I mean, may I remember have, calling okay, him right. in. It sounded like he was calling. Oh, that's that, okay. Right. Yeah, he didn't but, sound like he was in a okay, room. Okay, well, I may have really enjoyed that segment and Googled Stephen B. Smith to see if anybody was talking about it. <laughs> it's kind of like Googling yourself, right? You were trying to Google a character? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what came up was that Frank Caliendo does no. a Stephen B. No! Smith character. Oh, You yeah. stole from Frank Caliendo. I didn't, I didn't steal, but what's, it's almost more depressing than stealing to know that your comedy mind works the same, same as, as Frank Caliendo. <laughs> noted hack. He's not a hack. I love so, Frank. Frank's good. Just to review the beef, I googled myself, found out I stole a bit from Frank Caliendo. So, I think in, I think it's pretty low. It's it was a rough. It was That's a dark really moment. Low. Dark moment uh, wow. for me. Uh, but you know, I, I actually like this R. Stephen B. Smith character because it's different. Because oh wait, it says other comedians who do this character. It says right here, Carrot Top. <laughs> Carlos Mencia. Oh, Matt. Oh, wow. This is bad. I know. It's bad. This Um, is bad. Although, in my defense, it's not. Our character is an analytics guru. His character is just a Stephen A. Smith impression. Oh, okay. Um, I love his Bill Walton. mm -hmm. It's a good Bill Walton. I want to bring back our character, Stephen B. Smith, John, but I think we need to call it Stefan Smith or Stephen Smith. (laughs) I think we need to switch up the name. It's not as good as Stephen B, but yeah, Stephen B's so good. We can't, we can't be stealing from Frank Galliando yeah. unknowingly or now knowingly. Wow. Look, it's very big That's of you. That's a rough one. Very big of you yeah. to admit to admit my many failings. Your many failings, but yeah. it's at the end of the podcast. Because so usually no one... the audience just has to listen to you and right. then and like note your failings. Like, oh yeah. wow, that's really bad. That's yeah. bad. But it's really big that we actually made it into the shout out to mm-hmm. beef. I didn't. I didn't it's think tough. you'd ever get there. It's tough, as Michael Scott says. Uh, you know, it takes a big man to to a minute, and I am that big man. Yeah, you so, are. You're yeah. that big man. Wow. Um, I don't know. I just look. I got just shout out, shout out to all the Sixers fans that had to deal with this crap for the last four years. Well, shout out to retweet Armageddon. That retweet was Armageddon was pretty great. Yeah. And it was funny because I got caught up in it because, and this was great because someone had posted. So let's just say retweet Armageddon is when all the the Sixer fans 
retweeted all the bad takes. Yeah. From the past seven years, anybody who retweeted who, who tweeted about Sam Hankey or something yeah, like that, all the people that said like this one and work, tweets, people have been saving them to throw it in their face. Yeah, led by the Rights Ricky Sanchez podcast, which you probably listen to. I like I, I'm gonna lead a retweet Armageddon for Lonzo Ball. All the people, who, all the draft Knicks who've been hating Alonzo Ball. Oh yeah, it'd be good. I, I said this on Twitter when he wins this year, when he wins the triple triple crown, the Rookie of the Year, the MVP. And the finals MVP. Oh, love it. I'm I'm retweeting everything. Wow. I almost wanted to do that. I almost wanted to do uh, my Colangelo retweet Armageddon because uh, I, I almost did. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to, like, just let's just enjoy the moment. What also was great is shout out to whoever. Where is it? I don't know his name. Let me, I'll try to look it up. But I didn't realize it. But I got in a long battle with this guy, the uh, critics, critic of hoops, who, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really name his name. But on February 19, 2015, mm-hmm. we talked about Michael Carter Williams trade in which we said, you know, we argued about it. And he was like, no, basically, like Michael Carter Williams, like getting rid of him was the end of the process. And it was a failure and all this stuff. And I don't even remember like body in this guy. And he was like. And I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Lakers pick will get you something better than that. And he was like, no way, no how, all that crap. And then uh, two years later, someone had saved that tweet and then posted him. But it was like a good like string of five. Right. And someone else was just like, yo, Jay Hill just destroyed this guy. And I was like, of course I did. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Of course I did. Well, but to be fair to this guy, though, I think, I don't know. Would I rather have Michael Carter-Williams or Markel Fultz? That mm. is really true. That's a tough that's one. A, that is a tough That's one. a rough one. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, especially if you're the critics of hoops. I think, basically, I would say we, we have to wait to see if you won that, John. And the requirement is that Marco Fultz needs to be in the league for five years. Yeah. If he is. doesn't wash out after five <clears throat> if he, years. If he's I think still he around, win. if he's not riding even, the bench. Even if he's, I like, think, the 11th man, yeah. I think you still win. As long yeah, as yeah, he's yeah. in the NBA as as five years from now. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, here it is. At Drew C. Ward, who said, My dude, Jay Hill, ended up being just about completely right this whole feed. Laugh my ass off. You're going to have to take a fat L for this one, critics of hoops. (laughs) I love that. I like how you're reading it uh, in a very depressed way. Yeah, well, that's Um, probably a Philadelphia depressed way. That's that guy's guy. All right, we got anything else? I don't think so, man. All right, well, this has been a very nice basketball. This has been a lot of basketball talk. A lot of basketball. I can't wait for the second we wrap this up to every to everything completely be uh, everything we're seeing everything will be out of date Clippers might look into trade some DeAndre Jordan there's gonna be a lot of stuff but we'll be back are we doing something after the draft on the draft we may we We might we'll do it Uh, but thanks for listening and until next week keep hooping keep hooping have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting you're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Can you say that? Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just formed a fucking law! I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. 
Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.